to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 209, The Faceless Ones. My name is John, and joining me every time we put oversized Wii U controllers on our arms is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Hey there. How's it going? It's it's going pretty well, sir. How are you? Nice. Not too bad. You know, it's um, things are going pretty well. Yeah. And um, I've got the 3D printer run next to me, so if you, you hear a couple of weird sounds or this self-cooling fan that it now has on it. Yeah. Kobe's always making uh, improvements to this thing. Nice. Um, Yeah. But things are going well. Things are obviously staying busy. I, I kind of just wish it was like two and a half weeks from now. (laughs) Yes. Um, But you know, I have, I have my reasons for that, but other than that, things are going well. I, I honestly cannot complain. Oh, good. Well, good. Good, good, good. And you, you just you're rip roaring and ready for our next episode. That's why you're waiting for two two weeks from now, right? Yeah, already. That's, that's exactly it. Already, our our next episode is scheduled to record on election eve. Yes. Yeah. Good heavens. Yep. Well, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Woof. Anyway, pretty much. Let's talk about let's talk about some stuff that's making us happy. This week in particular, before we get yeah, to the yeah. new news, shall I go first or do you want? To Why go? not? No, you go first. I've gone first the past couple times, I think. All right. So this week, at least this weekend, uh, things that are making me happy. Uh, it was Lauren and I's uh, three-year anniversary on. Congratulations. Thank you. On Friday, we didn't really know what to do, so we, we used some. Um, is it reward? Yeah, they're reward points. We used some reward mm-hmm. points, and we uh, stayed at a fancy hotel for two days. And by stayed in a fancy hotel, quite literally, we just sat in the hotel room as soon as we checked in and did not leave until we checked out. Um, There's lots of things you can do. Yeah, we uh, we basically what we did was every meal was brought to us, mm-hmm. um, and we watched a bunch of movies. I watched. Um, little shop of horror for the first time oh okay yeah very great movie yeah yeah yeah. so i mean we had a nice relaxing weekend henson had his little a little getaway at a doggy motel (laughs) jury's out on how that went he's acting a little weird but i think it's just because Hmm. it's like why did you leave me um yeah where'd you go mom and dad but he uh he seemed pretty pretty pooped when he came home so it sounds like he made some new friends running around and stuff so well, that's good. Yeah, so that's um, that's what's making me happy this this week. What about you, sir? Well, without a doubt, it is safe to say that our kittens are still making me happy. Yeah, um, they are um, utterly adorable and um, cute, and what they're just a pinch over three months old now, I think. Um, so they have warmed up. They're able to roam around the house. Um, we're kind of just getting to know their personality styles. They're they're meowing just a bit more now, um, which is super duper cute. 
um, they have like glommed on to Amber. They will like, oh. if she calls, they will follow. Cute. Um, yeah, no, it's fantastic. It's, it's more still just kind of getting used to, I'm like, oh, it's one thirty in the morning. You guys want to run around in the bedroom? Ugh, okay. Um, but they're doing a lot of sleeping on the pillow above my head. Um, so like last night, for example, I woke up to having my hair groomed by one of the cats. <laughs> cute. Um, yeah, cute. But at the same time, I, I do love my sleep. So we <laughs> all so yes. that trade off. Yes. <laughs> um, but I think other than that, um, actually my wife's uh, school district was pushing to reopen, um, as early as the beginning of November. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, because our county has got the uh, the green light for that, um, and of course it is it is up to the schools and districts to decide if they want to or not. Yeah. Um, and you know, like almost everybody was universally like, "That's really kind of a bad idea," since we are headed into fall and winter and holidays. <laughs> um, yeah. And and thankfully, after many many like we ate out so much last week or ordered in, I should say. Um, because there were just town hall meetings after board meetings after town hall meetings after board meetings going on for like days last week. Oh, geez. Um, I am happy to say that they have pushed it off until January at the earliest. So oh, that God. also is making me happy. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I, I don't know. I just I think I think just the whole rest of the school year should just be done remotely. But that's my own personal feelings. I mean, I I'm there with you. By the way, friends, make sure you wash your hands. Make sure you wear your goddamn masks and uh, vote. Yes. Do vote, all vote, of those vote, things. Vote, vote, vote. Please, please, please. Oh, Lordy. Is it November yet? It will be in two weeks when we record our next episode, which will be, well, you'll find out at the end of this episode. Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't even scrolled down Oh, you things. didn't scroll? Just leave it. Let it, oh, Let it be okay, a surprise. Okay, okay. Okay. Come on. I'm terrible at it. I okay. know. I know. <laughs> Okay. I was just, just about to say, you probably already looked. Like, no, I haven't actually, but you probably picked a corker the way that you're you're laughing about that. No, I, I, I'll I tell everyone right now, I picked a fifth Doctor episode. And it okay. Was, and I looked at some lists, and it's ranked pretty high up there. So All right. And we haven't done right. it. So I didn't pick something Sounds that will put us in a, in a bad mood before we go to, you know, vote. Or, <sighs> you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Some of us have already voted, so. I I've got mine in. I am happy to say I have my my mail mail in ballot. I just have to you know get that going. Yep. All right. So before we actually get to the who news, uh, I want to let everybody know that this weekend, um, the Who New podcast is going to release the episode on the God Complex that I was on. So yes. that episode is coming out. Um, this Saturday, or I'm sorry, this weekend is what I was told. So I will not, you know, say a certain date, but be on the lookout. You can find them at who knew podcast.com. And that's new, just N E W not K N E W. Mm-hmm. Cause they're new to who. So there you go. So check them out over there, uh, twitter.com slash who knew podcast. And then I think if you just look up who knew podcast on stitcher or, uh, Apple Podcasts. I almost called it <laughs> iTunes. Oh, like, no. I don't even know anymore. Uh, or or uh, Spotify. You should be able to find it from there. And uh, yeah, awesome. it'll be up this weekend. So it was a really fun time. I'm actually excited to listen to it because I feel like I forgot 
a lot of the things I said because, they, like, uh, they uh, are on top of it, Taylor. They like that. Yeah, because when did you record this? I recorded it a while ago, but they're just rip roaring and ready. To, they're just they are machines over there. The machine keeps going. That's amazing. They actually asked if you want if you wanted to be on. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and they they you know maybe we could get um maybe it'd be like a a guest appearance by both of us on a podcast nice that'd be interesting we should figure that out we'll get i'll get i'm in contact with them somewhat regularly when i you know remember to return texts because apparently i'm really bad at that (laughs) but anyway guys go check it out who knew podcast uh we talked about god complex one of my favorite 11th doctor episodes and i guess pretty fitting because it's almost halloween and it's kind of a scary episode yeah yeah it is that's for sure there you go. All right, let's get to this Who News. All right. Well, one of the things that we had in the gap between our last episode and this one was the uh, virtual New York City Comic Con. And uh, they gave us the first look at a few things. And one of those things was the Dalek animated series that is coming in November. Yes. Um, so we have a trailer for that. Links are in the show notes if you haven't seen it yet. Um, and it it looks interesting. Now, are you saying that from an animation standpoint? Because this, this is very CG. It is. It is very CG. I'm saying that from, um, I don't know, from a point of view of curiosity. Because part of me is torn between the fact that, you know, I'm, I appreciate the fact that we are getting like new Doctor Who content um, in the pandemic era um, because it's tough to get stuff made. Obviously, getting animation done is a lot easier. Getting yeah. big finish done is probably even easier than that for all I know. Right. Um, so I, I, there's part of me that feels like, Taylor, stop looking a gift horse in the mouth. Don't be critical. Be thankful <laughs> for anything and everything. Um, but then there's part of me that goes like, I don't want to say that the animation is super simple or anything, you know, right. um, but it's, it doesn't feel super fleshed out to me. Um, but again, I'm basing that off a trailer. Right. So, and I'm yeah. not saying that like, I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to watch this. Um, it, like I said, it does look interesting. I do want to check it out. I hope we spend uh, some time uh, next month being like, hey, we are going to, you know, here's a little segment. What happened on Daleks this week? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're definitely doing that. You know, so like I said, I am I am looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, there's there's that part of me that's like, am I being am I just being too critical? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't I think don't so. Either. I mean, uh, okay. I don't think so. The animation looks it looks um it looks like what would I even say that wouldn't sound too insulting but to of the quality. It kind of looks like maybe when everyone said everyone said, "Hey, CG's actually easier to do than this. Let's make a show of it." That's kind of mm-hmm. how it that's kind of how it looks like. I'm not saying yeah. it looks like completely bad, but it doesn't look like polished like for instance the faceless ones i say the animation looks like archer which it does but it doesn't good way of doing it yeah it doesn't it doesn't uh move the same as archer if that makes sense 
it it makes perfect sense. And we will talk more about that in a little bit. Yes, we will. <laughs> um, also, now this was something I, I didn't necessarily see coming. Thank you, 3D Printer. Uh, we are getting some new Doctor Who games. Oh. Yes. So we are getting, and there's two of them. Both of them are in the article that we've got linked in the show notes. Um, so one is called Doctor Who, The Edge of Reality. And this is a game uh, based on an expanded version of The Edge of Time, which is a VR game that was released last year by the folks over at Maze Theory. Yes. Um, Edge of Reality is going to build on that, but is, this is meant to be played on consoles. So your Xboxes, your Playstations, Nintendo Switch, believe it or not, Ooh. and PC um, will be getting, if you choose to purchase it, obviously, Yes, uh, the edge of reality. Now that's exciting for me because I I love my PS4. Um, I definitely enjoy gaming on that. I don't have a PC that can so, handle you know uh, lots of graphics and stuff. So to have that as an option, that's really cool for me, and I'll be very interested to check this out. Yeah, um, I was apparently very unaware. It's coming. Okay, so here's the thing, though. It says yes. it's coming out in spring of 2021. By then, I mean, I, look, I'll play this game regardless. I could get it on PC. Um, was that a little tease of Tenet at the end? Yes. Interesting. Very interesting. Yes, anyway, I'm sorry. Um, no, you're fine. <laughs> so 2021, like Xbox One and PlayStation 4 are going to be, for the most part, you know, replaced by the new Xbox, whatever their model is called, because I don't yeah. can't follow it, and the PlayStation 5. So, I mean, I'll still get this for PC. The PC will it'll work just fine. So I'm yeah. this and, is and exciting. I'll, I'll be honest. I, we're not going to be able to afford uh, a PS5. Right. Right right off the bat. I, I'd love to, because Lord knows I want Gran Turismo 7 when that drops. But uh, that looks beautiful. <laughs> oh, God. It, it, it's, it's... I mean, I've played virtually every GT game that mm -hmm. they've released. And I remember the early ones. So to look at this one where it literally looks like I'm watching film. Yeah. It's it's like I'm watching like legit cars, not computer generated cars. Yeah. It's mind blowing. It's very nuts. And yeah. I mean, I have my, my PlayStation five pre-ordered. I'm excited. Wow. Nice. Um, I, I, Unfortunately, I'm not a big racing guy, so I can't tell you how it is. That's but okay. yeah, I, I'm not much of a first person shooter guy. So, oh well, I could tell you all about that. Yeah, exactly. Right, it's, right. I actually bought. I'm sure, like you have your for for the for your racing games, you have some sort of maybe not like a modded um, controller or, you know, you have the steering I wheel don't. probably. No. I do not. No. Steering wheel is 400 bucks. <laughs> 400 bucks for a wheel and a set of pedals. Forget I know it. I use the DualShock controller and I, yeah, I still do pretty darn good. I just bought some uh, stick extenders for my, um, my controller. It's supposed to give you better control in first person shooters so i'm ex okay i'm excited for those to come in and test it out but nether nevertheless this game looks cool i'm excited and then hey maybe depending on how long the gameplay is we could play it and then do a review of it oh that'd be fun yeah absolutely so absolutely look for that in 2021 
along with so many other things. In fact, a really cool project that I've kind of been giving some germination to in the past couple of weeks, but yes. we can talk about that another time. Yes, but there's going to be also a mobile game called The Lonely Assassins. Yes. And it is, it is a, a quote-unquote found phone game. Um, I guess there was a Mr. Robot game a few years back that kind of runs this. But the whole thing is ultimately inspired by Blink. So we've got ourselves some Weeping Angels, and we've also got Osgood. Yes, I did see did see Osgood make make an appearance. Um, and since I'm ter- I'm terrible at like bubble matching games, I am looking forward to this because, um, yeah, I was never good at whatever that was, Doctor Who Legacy. Oh yes. I'd only get so far, and then I'd be stuck, and I'm like, I am garbage at this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Forgot about now, that game. Yeah, right? Um, so the big thing that we were all hoping for from this New York City Comic Con um, uh, panel, which was actually just a pre-edited interview, um, which still looked and felt like a Zoom call. So, well... Thanks, 2020. Um, we were really hoping for a holiday special trailer. We didn't get that. Nope. We literally got two pictures. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that was kind of disappointing. I will be entirely honest. And when I saw one of the pictures, I went, you know what? There's probably a clue somewhere in this picture. But I'm in the middle of work right now, and I'm kind of watching this on my phone, so I can't figure this out. Now, one of the pictures is of the doctor in a jumpsuit uh, counting off the days that she has been uh, in this in this prison, or she keeps encountering the silence. I'm not sure which. Um, because of the hash marks. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, the other picture is of our companions uh, sitting at a table, clearly discussing something. Yes. Trying to figure out what to do because we do know for a fact that a Dalek shows up and they're like, well, there's no doctor here. Um, what are we going to do? We got to figure out how to uh, deal with it in a, in a doctorless situation. <coughs> Excuse me. Ooh. Well, somebody decided to take a nice close Amazing. look at the notes on the table, flip an image over, and sure enough, up comes MDZ Research. Uh, which we last saw in Resolution. Yes. Uh, and so we're getting a clear connection between the two holiday specials so far and the two Daleks in both of them, I do believe. I like it. Didn't give us a lot, but I like it. You know what? It's something. And right now we will take whatever we can get. Absolutely. Um interesting news and this seems to have been maybe slightly polarizing at least on twitter but big finish has recasted uh the war doctor uh, for more audio adventures now obviously john hurt no longer with us yes so it wasn't a matter of like hey we don't like the guy anymore it was literally we don't have him yes i am going to oh good make sure that is muted because sometimes websites like to make noise um so the war doctor begins is a series that will be dropping in June of 2021 from big finish. Um, and they have cast, and I'm trying to 
get down Jonathan to Jonathan Carley. Thank you. I knew it started with a J, and I just couldn't get to it fast enough. Um, he apparently uh, voiced the War Doctor's part in one of the, uh, what was it, Who Lockdown uh, specials, where they did like a little, I think it was the one where they did like the Zoom call between all the doctors. Yes. Do you remember that one? Yes. And I believe he... Oh, there's his name. Yes, of course. Now I find it. Thank you. Um, so he apparently does a really, really good John Hurt. And so Big Finish said, hey, do you want a job? <laughs> <laughs> uh, very cool. And uh, You know, that yeah. something similar happened with the voice of Cleveland. They got rid of the... Well, they didn't get rid of him. They just... He yes. stopped doing the voice. And mm-hmm. there was a guy who was went viral for doing Cleveland Brown impressions yes. uh, in Modern Warfare, and it's great. And now he is the voice of Cleveland officially. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that. I and I know the the person who originally did Cleveland's voice. He's like, look, all this Black Lives Matter stuff is very important, and yes. um, there really should be um, a black actor doing Cleveland's voice. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah. You know, um, a very similar esque uh, uh, situation. Hey, here's here's somebody who does the voice really well. Well, now all I have to do is get cast as the Perry. third Doctor or oh. Perry, either one. Big finish. <laughs> Call me. I can do one line. Can you work around one line? Good heavens! I think I I would love to see them try. <laughs> that would be something. Something else. I, I would love to see them try. Um, my heavens. I, you know what? Speaking of audio adventures, I just want to plug real quick. Um, our friends over at uh, the Game of Rassilon. Ah, just ended their they season. Just ended their season. And it, man, I'm, I'm still speechless about it. It, it. it was so mind-blowing what it turns out that they've been setting up through both seasons they've had so far. Um it it was it was amazing. If you haven't listened to the game of Rassilon, um, go find them, go search them out, go listen. It's it's amazing. They're funny. They're delightful, um, and and I love that I can call these people friends because it is just so cool. They are they are coming up with stories and adventures uh, through the Doctor Who role playing game that are um, as good as. Um, you know, anything that I have seen uh, on the show or listened to in Big Finish. Wow. That's personal opinion. I, every time um, an episode drops, I am always super excited. Um, it is one of the very few podcasts that I will listen to at like regular speed because most of what I listen to is, is easily 2x. Um, just because I listen to some long podcasts. How can you listen to Henry Zabrowski at faster speed? Um, I uh, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> that boggles I, my mind. I, I, I do. I don't know how to tell you. I, I don't know how to tell you because I'm, Spotify will let you listen uh, at one speed, one and a half, two or three. I listen to them at two. Wow. Um, and it's I, it's honestly it's been years of listening to them at double speed, and I'm just used to it. Crazy. I'm very far behind on last podcast so i'm trying to catch up and listen to new music but when i get the chance i will catch up with our friends here for sure yeah it's so good just 
Yeah. I've been I'm seeing the reactions fun. on the Twitter and people yes. are very happy with it. So that's great. And they should really, really be really very good. proud of it as well. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so getting back to news and off, you know, shameless plugs for friends. Um, <laughs> the uh, Doctor Who Adventures in Lockdown book is coming November 5th. Um, now, this was a uh, it's an anthology book of short Doctor Who adventures written by um, people who have written for the show. I mean, we're talking Chibnall, Moffat, Davies, Neil Gaiman's doing a couple. Joey Wilkinson, Vinay Patel, Mark Gatiss, Paul Cornell's got three yeah. in there. Pete um, now, this that November 5th date is definitely a UK release date. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know for certain. I haven't seen information on when we may be getting it in the U.S., if at all, because this is a, uh, a charity. Yeah. yeah, it part of the the purchase. Um, oh, actually, no. Here it is in this article. I missed it before because I, I was focusing on the two pounds twenty five of every copy going to children in need doctor who adventures in lockdown will be available to purchase from UK retailers only. Well, there you go. So here's, here's make friends in the UK. Yes. Um, or just be okay with like, look, uh, it can be ordered on Amazon UK. Uh, here I'm going to order it. And I it's going to take however long to get to me. Taylor, I'll tell you right now while watching the faceless ones, I went to go see how much, uh, Fury from the Deep was. Yep. I can't wait. I needs it. I know. But we have to wait. Unfortunately. For now, at least. Unfortunately. So, it, certainly there are other ways. Hopefully, hopefully, who knows? Uh, cons in the future. You know, you may find a copy of it yeah. out there. If you need it right away, definitely make yourself some friends in the UK and be like, look, bro, I will, I'll, I'll front you the money. If you will mail it to me, please. Oh, I know uh, people, and I yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. mm. same, same. There's ways to do it. There's oh boy, it. there are Not ways to do it. Having to support Jeff Bezos. Okay, Taylor, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. All right, the wheels are turning. They are indeed. Fury from the deep. Here we come. All right. So, did you know, John, that uh, Lady Christina D'Souza actually has her own big finish series? I did not know that. No. I, neither did I, but we're already getting news of her second series. Michelle Ryan returning as Lady Christina D'Souza for Lady Christina Series 2. This um, next year. This artwork is out of control. Isn't it great? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Who? What is happening here? <laughs> I'm. This is I'm like impressed. some. Is it NCIS Miami or whatever it's called? There is. There's a little bit of that vibe in this picture. Yeah. Um, this also may just be a picture of her, like a, a behind the scenes standing, you know, in the desert while they were filming that ep- that one episode. Yeah. Uh, she was in crazy and they're like, Hey, let's crop this and put a spacey background on it. In fact, in fact, she's wearing sunglasses. Sunglasses are reflective. Hmm. There you go. Maybe 
very fun to see what is in the reflection of the sunglasses. I'm not going to do that right now. I'm sure. We have a, I'm sure they photoshopped it out. I, you know what? I don't know because I feel like I can see. Oh my goodness! Three figures in it, but that is for another time. But but yes, she has a big finish series. If you enjoy her character that much, um, and did not know that she has a. Uh, big finish series you can now check it out not only that but you can order series one and two in a bundle for just uh 35 pounds right now there you go i think that discount is only through the uh 22nd of october so you got till thursday folks yeah um if you want to jump on that if not obviously you can still buy them separately and get them digitally or if you really want that collector's edition box set I feel like this is suddenly a PBS pledge break. Um, you can get that <laughs> too. But man, I mean, big finish. They've got all the threads and exploring every last nook and cranny of Doctor Who storiness that they can possibly yeah, absolutely. do that. Now, last week's last week's big finish freebie was a Doctor Who title. This week's, however, is a Terra Hawks. Title. What is Terra Hawks, you ask? It, I think, is one of those uh, Jerry Anderson marionette puppet ah. uh, stories, at least judging from the covers. All right. Um, so, hey, if you want to check out some of that. So that's uh, that's one thing that I, I miss from doing weekly shows, besides doing weekly shows, is I miss some of the big finish ones now. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, well. That is that. That's a, every reason to follow uh, Big Finish on Twitter and Facebook, or just bookmark their weekly deals and oh, set yeah. yourself a reminder to check it every Monday morning. That's probably a good idea. That's probably the go-to one, I think. For what it's worth, John, I will admit I miss doing weekly episodes too. I know, but you know, hey, no work. Life gets busy. Work <laughs> happens. Don't even sweat it, bro. Life is crazy. Indeed it is, because it's 2020. Yes, and speaking of crazy, we watched the Faceless Ones this week. Nice segue. Thank you. Uh, starring Patrick Troughton as the Doctor. Oh, we didn't go over these names. Anarchy Wills as Polly. Michael Craze as Ben. Fraser Hines as Jamie. It was written by Dave Ellis and Malcolm Hulk. And it was directed by <laughs> Jerry Mill. It first aired April 8th to May 13th, 1967. And it is the eighth story of season four and newly animated and available on Amazon.com as of you listening to this. Excellent. And it was also on BBC America and it was also it's available on demand if you have BBC America. There you go. So there you go. Turn off the episode. Go watch it. (laughs) Then come back, obviously. Please, please. Did I say did I say? Polly's name right you did I that was in like the recesses of my mind I just for some reason remember how to say her her name you you nailed everyone good job excellent we did it let's talk about some story (laughs) notes folks bought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia yep and as always we love a good working title and this story had the working title of the chameleons I don't hate it um mainly I mean the faceless ones uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that a little way. Uh, no, you know what we'll talk about right now? The faceless ones in the actual, like, stills I've seen from the original mm-hmm. footage. Yes, they were indeed faceless. In the animated ones, 
kind of had some faces. Yeah, yeah. But as a title, it definitely is creepier. Oh, yes, absolutely. And if you are going for that factor, uh, it definitely works better than the chameleons because now I'm expecting animals. Yes. Those aren't animals. Well, not, yeah. not the ones I'm thinking of. Right, right. Um, this is the departure story for Ben and Polly, um, and we will discuss that at length. I'm sure not only that, the adventure takes place on July 20th, 1966, which just happens to be the same day that Ben and Polly left present day earth for the first time. There you go. Yeah. Uh, probably one of the very few companions ever to, uh, get back, not just get back to earth, but get back to the day they left. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, I know, right? Uh, so only episodes one and three still exist in their original format as of today. Episode three was returned in 1987, along with episode two of The Evil of the Daleks by a private collector who acquired the episodes, get this, at a car boot sale, so like a swap meet, uh, some years earlier. However, this copy of the episode is slightly damaged and is missing approximately 19 seconds of footage um, according to Toby Haddock on the DVD commentary, this reason, this 19 seconds is missing because the owner of the episode watched it excessively. And as a result, the film was starting to break in several places. <sighs> you know, remember, remember VHS tapes and audio yeah. cassettes and oh, I love this song so much. And then the tape breaks. This is exactly what's happening. Ugh. Um, However, the episode has been restored to its original length by using the complete audio tape, cutaways, and CGI. All right. Well, well for that 19 seconds. Well, good. <laughs> Samantha Briggs was originally intended to be a companion. Um, yeah, we can. T- we'll talk about that too. We will. We will. But Pauline Collins, who played Samantha Briggs, turned down the offer of a regular role with the series. However, we have encountered her. <laughs> She would later appear as Queen Victoria in Tooth and Claw. I this like forty years later. About yes, I, yes. I would say like this is always one of my favorite Doctor Who things. Is like, oh, you were on Doctor Who before? Oh, why don't you come on back? Yep, I, I, I love, love it. it. It's so fun. Yep. <laughs> now the rest of the notes are specifically about the animated version that we all watched. Um, and what's neat is that as animators, they can put in little Easter eggs connecting to other bits. Thank you. 3d printer of Dr. Who fan. <laughs> now this, I, the first I note. Yes. I actually caught and uh-huh. I put, did you scroll down the, my notes? I actually, I, said, I, yes, I love a good Easter egg and I put a picture yes. of it. So that's very cool. And I, I, I put all of these show notes in before I watched it. So I was able to look for where they are and find them, find them all, basically. Um, so in episode one and six, posters of the master with the faces of Roger Delgado um, and Sasha Dewan yes. um, are visible when the police officers prepare to, like they're leaving their little station yeah. at the airport to get on their motorcycles. Um and I, this is one that I missed today, uh, is the face of the meddling monk can also be seen on the board in episode six. Oh. Yeah, love that. That's great. Um, also posted on the board is a flyer for Waterfield Antiques, which is a reference to the evil of Daleks because Victoria Waterfield right. becomes a companion. Mm-hmm. Um, in episode two, the newspapers that the Jamie and the doctor read while avoiding airport security. 
yes. uh, contain references. There's uh, Marinus padlocks, right? The keys of Marinus. Oh, yes, yes. Yep. Um, there's also an advertisement scene for Rough and Tumble uh, Cabinet. This is a reference to the previous animated story in which there is a scene in the original broadcast episode where the doctor uses a rough and tumble machine to dishevel his clothes after having them unwillingly cleaned up by the colony workers. <laughs> that would be the Macro Terror. Yes. Uh, the scene wasn't included in the anima- animated release due to budgetary constraints. So they make a reference to it in a newspaper in the next one. There's also an article about brave rescue dogs, the Chelsea football club and an advert for whiskey, which I wouldn't turn down right now. Um, Mm -hmm. Yep. During the eye test scene, uh, this was, this is a a short uh, uh, cut, but I managed to catch one of these. Um, The words big Ron, which is a reference to dimensions in time and bad wolf. albeit spelled backward are both visible on the test board. That's great. Um, in episode six, when the commandant is speaking over the intercom system, a sign advertising Magpie Electricals can be seen briefly. <laughs> and uh, the Daily Reflection, which is uh, the newspaper sitting on the commandant's desk, displays on the front page headline, War Machines Defeated. Yes. Which is obviously a reference to the War Machines. Which is a, just a fun story. Love it. Yeah. All right, before we get into it, Taylor, you have a world-famous synopsis for us, so take it away. All right. The Dr. Jamie, Ben, and Polly arrive at Gatwick Airport in 1966 and spend half a story trying to produce their passports. (laughs) Meanwhile, a dying race of aliens is busy taking youngsters on holiday to space, where they're miniaturized and serve as copies for the aliens. Still not sure why the aliens want to look human or why 50,000 missing 18 to 25-year-olds isn't international news. But can the Dr. Jamie and Samantha, uh, because Ben and Polly just kind of disappear for most of the story, defeat the chameleons and rescue all those tiny people? Man, oh man. Okay, let's go with the overall feelings here first. Uh, Taylor, go for it. Oh my gosh. Okay, Um, this... Story really should have been four parts long. I agree. The the first half, because the BBC America did episodes one through three one night, um, with no clear indication of where the original episodes would have broken. Oh. Uh, uh, because they obviously were shoving in commercials wherever they wanted to. Oh, I was boy. doing my best to take a guess. I'm like, well, I bet, I bet you that would have been the end of episode one. Or I bet you that would have been the end of episode two. Um, but then obviously did four, five, six the next night. Um, and honestly, the first half, the first three episodes is almost painfully slow. <laughs> um, like Wednesday night, I watched it on TV. Amber was in the living room with, with me. And like within the first five minutes, she's like, this animation is horrible. <laughs> and then here's basically just this really slow story. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to watch the other half tomorrow night. I will just save it for next week and watch it when I take show notes. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, the second half, however, is much better. Episodes four, five, and six definitely pick up in pace. They pick up in just interesting content. Um, they're not trying to produce passports the whole time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I- it's good. It's not great. Yeah. Um, and it definitely is about two parts too long. It is for sure a good story. Um, it for sure could be two parts shorter, and I it almost feels like they took a 
a backstep with the animation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just okay, the thank you. I don't know if it's just like the animation department is like, oh great, a Tom Baker story. We're <laughs> so excited, and then they're like, oh man, a six part second Doctor story. Oh, um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I also think it's wild now that I think about it that they redid the first one they animated. Um, yeah. Because now I want to go and watch that and see, like, well, is that better than this now? Is it just, like, there behind? And now I'm even more interested to watch um, Fury from the Deep. Yeah. Because I think that's an entirely different animation department, if I'm not mistaken. Um, You know, I'm not 100% sure. But I did, I did feel, and I'll agree with you, that I think the animation on this one took a step backward. Now there, this, this was a lot more like Power of the Daleks. Yeah, I mean there was some there were some scenes where you could tell like all right this looks pretty cool like mm-hmm. um whenever something was in fast motion. So basically our there was some times where we saw some cars that were driving that looked yep. pretty pretty well done. Uh the I thought the the aircraft was awesome. Yes. I really enjoyed that. Yes. And other than that, I think one of my notes that I, I, and this is, I guess, just an overall note. I think this is the first time I've watched an animated one and been like, man, I would I would really love to see what these airport sets look like. Completely. Yeah. And, and I love that, you know, we've got the level of detail in, in the airports where, and, and I get it, they, they, I think may have actually filmed at Gatwick. I could be wrong. Um, see, and that's such a bummer to me because I would love right? to see that. But with the audio, we've got the sounds of the airport. Yes. We all know the sounds of the airport, just the chatter of people, the, even if you can't make out what they're saying, you know, they're calling stuff out over the intercom, just that, that, that richness of the audio. Yeah. I love having, um, but yeah, I mean, one of my early notes was that, you know, my wife kind of crapped on the animation right off the bat. I'm like, is this story up to snuff? I'm like, do do we forgive it just to have Missing Who back? Or or should we be like, guys, this, you know, take a little longer with this. It's okay. Yeah, I, I think it's okay if they take a little longer with it. But also, I think, do we forgive it? Absolutely. Because okay. I would rather, for, at least in my opinion, I would rather have this then um i mean we'll go back to when i came back from my one of my first galleys and i said i'm going to i'm going to uh <laughs> i'm going to procure every episode of doctor who somehow and i would get to like episodes like marco polo and it would just be stills with text and then maybe some audio i'm like i can't watch this yeah and i mean maybe that's just me like maybe I personally cannot watch this, but this is a much more suitable way for me to consume Doctor Who, in my opinion. I, I will agree, but at, at, at the same time, they are you know they they are basically filling this gap that is left by these missing stories. Um, I'm okay if it if we have a bigger gap between these stories being released because you are filling this gap. You're not just like oh well. You know, we will for sure find them someday. So in the interim, here's this. Right. No, you have to assume that you're never going to find them. Yeah. That they are gone forever. You know, so so make take the extra time 
I don't care if it takes an extra few months. I'm saying I don't care if it takes an extra quarter of the year to be like, yeah, we're, we're going to get this animation really good because this is what people are going to be watching from now on when they come to the story, because that's all that's left. Yeah. You know, I'd rather have that personally than like, Oh look, here's this story. Oh look, here's this story. Oh look, here's this story. I'm like, well, yeah, that's great. But I mean, Homestar runner is better animated than this sometimes. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Which I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to see the doctor encounter strong bad, but that's a whole nother story. And that, that to me just seems even, even crazier to think. That like there's way better, and I you know I don't want to knock on these people because no they gave they us huge service they gave us such a great presentation at Gallifrey I was so mm-hmm. excited to see not only stuff from this uh, serial but also from Fury from the Deep which I am just like over the moon hyped for I'm still hyped for these to come out but it's just like you know I this is a review show this is what we saw yeah. Um, we do. We appreciate and hope they continue to do this because it is it is exciting when they when they do this. They put they put it together. They bring it to life in a different format. However, <laughs> it feels and I think our criticism is Shada was great, mm-hmm. and then what ha- what happened? This was the ne- this wasn't the next one after Shada. We had Macroterra. Macro I feel uh, was better. No, we, yeah, we had yes, and I I feel like Macroterra was really well done. Yeah, I feel like we were over the moon at how well that went. And this yeah. is kind of like, uh, like, but again, you know, it could just be the pacing of the story where there's a lot of like, oh, we landed in this uh, this airport in the middle of the landing strip. And uh oh, now we got to run away. Let's run away for an entire story and hide and get back together and find dead bodies and then get kid. So it's just a lot of like silence and maybe yes. not like a lot of a lot of like, listen, if if I looked at the script and it's like, I don't want to animate these guys just sneaking around for I mean, I get it. Yeah, there is. And, and but and that's kind of what you're stuck with. You know, you, you have the audio and I'm assuming you still have the original script somewhere. Um, yeah. And, and, and so you have some liberties to do with the animation. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's like, oh, here, I've got this scene where, you know, the doctor and Jamie are sneaking through, uh, this warehouse, um, and it's two and a half minutes long. Yeah. I mean, Um, and, and maybe they whisper to each other once or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I think, but also the other thing is they're trying to at least keep it blow for blow. So like if, if. Because I can almost guarantee if they said, we're doing the faceless one and it's only four episodes, everyone would lose their mind. Oh, yeah, sure. So, or not everyone, a good portion of people would lose their mind and be like, but there were originally six. So, I mean, I don't, and I also don't know if that's something they're getting from from higher up, you know, where they want to take liberties. Like, why are we watching these dudes walk? Well, that's how it was. So let's just keep it. Yeah, well, and and let's be honest. I mean, I and maybe maybe even I'm a traditionalist by saying this, but it's like it's like if you had a, a six episode story and you're like, you know what, we could actually trim this down to four, um, and you really wouldn't lose anything. There is part of it that's like, well, okay, yeah, but now now your episode count is going to be off. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, 
but but there are times where I care about stuff like that. Maybe not everybody does. Yeah, I mean, I think I think even as I said it, I'd be like, well, I probably care about that too. I'd be like, hey, your episode <laughs> counts off. Like, what are we doing? But uh, yeah, so I guess it's just a is that a double edged sword? I guess a little bit, a little bit. Darned if you do, darned if you don't. Yeah, there you but I, I, I really, I really think at the core, you know, I mean, yes, it sounds like we're being critical, but we are very happy to have this. Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. Reviewing, reviewing this story as a bunch of telesnaps and and you know text descriptions of the doctor and Jamie sneak around the warehouse for two and a half minutes. Oh man, dude, makes for a much more boring podcast. Yeah, there's no way I could do that. That's why we haven't done like Marco Polo, even though Marco right. Polo is also like eight episodes long. Well, and but you know what? I mean, that that's one where it's like, look, you know, wh- whichever group did shot or whichever group did Macrotera, please be the one to do. Marco Honestly, Polo. I say they just if they have all the audio for that, I say they just after they're done, they both rap on whatever they're doing and they just combine both studios and tackle it. There you go. I think that would be crazy. It, it's 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 one of the most like talked about legendary Doctor Who stories. Like I'm a, I'm almost amazed that they're doing a bunch of Trouton stories instead of being like, well, why don't we tackle that? Yeah, it is it is weird. It's very strange. Um, you know, again, not complaining. I'm glad we're getting these. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was seven episodes. Still <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Still a lot. It's as many as the Daleks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, anyway. Okay. So, I mean, animation, I feel like we, there, you know, there was some, there was some good stuff in the animation. Oh, yeah. There totally was. Like we mentioned, the the plane I thought was great. I also loved the look of the chameleon's uh, spaceship. Mm -hmm. I thought that was very cool. Um, And I'm trying to think of, oh, when they melted into goo. I oh, like yes. that effect. I thought that was very cool. Yep, they they really nailed the Nickelodeon slime. Yes, um, I thought the 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 chameleons themselves looked pretty interesting. It was yeah. It was um. It was something. I mean, <laughs> they're yeah. I don't really have anything I could compare them to. Like I don't even I don't know. Either. They, they it was it was a very very weird look. Like strangely reptilian but not reptilian yeah and not quite faceless no not quite faceless <laughs> which is that was that was a weird choice because like if you look up faceless ones stills like yeah. you, the the first one that comes up it's just like oh it's it's like he do, he for sure does not have a face mm-hmm. and then but also, I'm looking at this one, and this one does... Well, okay. So I'm looking at a colorized picture. Okay. And this one looks a little... No, I, I can't even... I'm not even going to... Yeah, so no. It it looks like <laughs> it doesn't have a face. There's one that's colorized that I think they took some liberties with, but... Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, overall animation could have been better. Um, there was some... There was some cool stuff, but nothing like overall like we could talk about for a while. I think now you mentioned the music, and for some reason I do not remember this. Why do I not remember this tension screech? Oh, the tension screech. Okay, um, you know there there would be 
points in the story, and they were many, where there would just be like, I don't even know how I would describe it. I really should have just grabbed a sample of it and just been like, here, play it. Um, But it annoyed me so much (laughs) because it was used so frequently that I really didn't want to hear it again. Yeah. But anytime like something serious or spooky was happening, there would be like this, I don't know. I, you can't even really call it like an orchestra sting. Um, but it, it just had this kind of like creepy organy, like, but all the high notes on the organ and it was kind of this. Oh yes, 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 yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, and it, and it really, it wasn't quite music, but it wasn't quite sound effects. Right. <laughs> you know, it was just some sort of atmospheric meant to go, oh, something creepy is happening. I should feel tension. So I called it a tension screech. Oh, no. Um, and yeah, it, it, it got old fast. Yeah, I do recall that. And I think the reason why I don't remember it is because maybe I was just like, I'm done with the sound and just forgot about yeah. it. <laughs> So for all of you out there who had to hear my impersonation of the tension screech, I apologize because it was probably pretty terrible. (laughs) Um, So the other thing that we want to talk about is this is Ben and Polly's final story, and it surely does not feel like it. It is the most like we've gotten some crazy like goodbyes. This one, they're pretty much and I had forgotten about it until I think the doctor's like, oh, we should go find Ben and Polly. And I was like, oh, that's right. They're, they were yes. in this story. Yes. There's literally a point. Um, shoot, where is it? And I've got it. Oh, yeah. Literally. Because <laughs> I, I, I have a note. Now it's just a straight-up alien abduction story because it's yeah. really what it comes down to. And they go, oh, hey, where are Ben and Polly? Yeah. Because... Yeah, it just like Polly gets duplicated. Yes. Right? So so we get Polly for a little bit and then and then she just leaves. She's like, We need you on the next flight out, and so she flies. Um so I, I guess original Polly is in a box somewhere. Yeah, yes, in a box yeah, somewhere. In a box somewhere. Um, because they are the men in the box. Yes, I had to make an Allison Chains joke. Um yes. Ben kind of he doesn't get duplicated i don't think no ben never ben never gets duplicated he's just kind of uh he escapes and i think this he he doesn't find it he's the one that kind of gets away and they use him as uh like go find the dead body they don't know or go do this they won't see you or yeah but but even then i what does he do he it, it does he just wander off to the food court for three episodes? I have no idea. It is absolutely I really I have no wild. idea where he went. <clears throat> it's crazy. It's just crazy that they're gone. And then basically and it's funny that you you know, you make uh the you mentioned the note about um oh my goodness, about Samantha joining yes. originally intended. It feels like that. Like it feels oh, it like it totally feels like they're setting her up to be a companion. It feels like they were writing it and, you know, at the same time being like, yeah, come on and be the new companion. And then at the last yep. minute she was like, no, nah, I'm good. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's what it feels like happened. Oh yeah. We, and the thing is, is like watching this, like my, Hey, where have been in Bali reactions are, are very legitimate because I'm, I'm so drawn into 
the dynamic between the doctor and especially between Jamie and Samantha. Yes. That I'm just rolling with it. I'm not even thinking twice about it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a second. We started this story with two more companions that where'd they go? It's so, it's so wild. It It, is very weird. And then we all go back to the TARDIS or we're going to go back to the TARDIS and, and Ben and Paul are just like, we're kind of over this. Yeah. And the doctor's like, are you sure? Yeah. All right. Well, see you guys later. And they, they try to like animate the sadness that Jamie is feeling. Uh-huh. And I'm like, all right. I think at that point, it's just like, okay, forget it. Yeah. I mean, it, it honestly, it is kind of a touching departure. Like I said, I, I, I think these might be the only companions to, to get back to their original place and time. Yeah. Um, and for whatever reason, I'm I'm kind of bummed because um, my DVR basically cut off like the last thirty seconds or a minute of, oh. of both days, and so I literally get down to that point that you were talking about. Like they they are leaving. Jamie is trying to emote. Cartoon Jamie is trying yes. to emote, and then it just goes up, oh, done. And I'm like, but 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 no, there's. <laughs> Got to be at least a little bit more, well, I ba- think. Yes, there was. Basically, what happens is the they leave, and the doctor says, well, we have to go find the TARDIS. He goes, what do you mean? It was right here. And he goes, well, it's gone now. We have to go find it. So that's where the, it goes into the next story. Where uh, they okay. have to go locate the TARDIS, and I believe Daleks are involved. Oh, so it, it, it it's almost a ghost monument kind of thing. Yes. The TARDIS has gone missing. Yes. Oh dear. So okay. they they move the TARDIS in in it, and then they they're like, "Oh yeah, you want your property back? Go to this hangar, and then it's gone." Gotcha. So yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Fair. That's fair. pretty that much the ending. Like, is yeah. them just like, "Come on, Jamie, we got to go find the TARDIS," and they just walk away, and that's the ending. Oh wow. Yeah. It's like that's... such an. I mean, like, yes, it 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 was, you know emotional as it could be and i'm sure the actual scene of it is is very well done if we ever you know actually get to see it but this was just like it felt like such an afterthought for ben and polly to just be gone that's i mean that's that's heartbreaking i mean i like them as companions i mean the, the, the stories of theirs that we've 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 done um yeah it just really doesn't feel like the story does them justice you know, any 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 time where you've got characters who like, you know, this is this is this is their swan song. This is their departure. Yeah. You know, um, so, yeah, let, let's have them in like, you know, two episodes, two and a half episodes out of six. That's so like the more I think about it, that's just so insane, especially yeah. because like when we're with Samantha, I think at some points I'm like, oh, that's Polly with her. But it wasn't at all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it wasn't. Right. Wow. Dude. Um, it, it's, it is, it's, it's a weird feeling. I, I, I don't love how it's handled. Um, and I, and I don't love that. It's just kind of like just there. It's just, there's no, I don't know. There, there's no, yeah. it doesn't have the weight that I feel like it should. No, not at all. Like we get handshakes and that's it. Yeah. We're out. feels very strange. It does. I will say, I mean, I am the more I read that, you know, Samantha was supposed to be an actual companion and 
the more, I mean, she punched a dude straight in the face. That was awesome. Yes. And yes. I was like, yes, let's do this. And I mean, honestly, I kind of wanted to see how that fight played out because I'm pretty sure she would have just destroyed that dude. I think so. Um, but, you know, I'm glad there were police officers and people by to, to help out with that. <laughs> but I, you know, I like Samantha. She seemed pretty uh, strong willed, was needed to find yeah. her brother, uh, would, yeah. was willing to do anything to, to do that, including getting on the plane that doesn't drop off passengers at its destination. I right. could I could talk about the plot and how insane it is that everyone's just like, yeah, like uh is it 50,000? 50,000. Yeah. yeah, that that was their plan. Their plan was to abduct 50,000 we'll say young folk. Yes, and they it sounds like they've been at it for a little while. Yeah. So they've abducted and not dropped off like and oh, oh man it's just such a weird hey everyone before we get onto the plane here sign these pre-filled out cards, cards that we yes. will send to your family Oh ladies and gentlemen here's a PSA from your friends at Podcastica if anytime you're on a trip and somebody wants you to fill out a postcard ahead of time that's highly suspect that the is, and report that to authorities that's what the kids call sus yes there it is Hella sus. the kids are saying sus and that is sus for that is very for it show. <laughs> it's so crazy to me it is and it's then like crazy. for this airport to like there's flight manifests and th- this plane this these planes first of all they take off full of passengers and then everyone is miniaturized. It turns into a rocket ship and flies straight up into the air, into a <laughs> spaceship where they are, transport these. And also, I would like to say, very interesting that this technology uh, found its way into the master's hands. Which technology is the, that? The shrinking. Oh, oh, the tissue compression, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's, I think... It's a I little different, but it's a little different. I think when the master does it, the people die. I think when when the chameleons do it, they don't. They don't die, but I mean, it's it's similar enough. It's adjacent, yeah. They're cousin cousin technology. Cousin technology, and it's it's just so crazy to me that when the plane lands and they go, "You got anybody today, chameleon?" <laughs> nope, nobody. All right, we'll take your word for it. See you later. Yep. Like I know what? Yeah, it's now. I'm trying to remember now if if it is that kind of thing where um, do do the because the one flight that we saw leaves Gatwick, goes to the space station. Yeah, comes back to Gatwick. Yes, does not go on to Rome or Latvia or right. Helsinki or whatever it's supposed to be. Well, that I think was an emergency because they needed to drop some people back off at the home base. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Because they did come back down with people. Okay. But not the same people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was trying to think. I'm like, are we, so are these flights actually going all the way to their quote unquote destinations at all? Or I mean, are they just saying, oh, yeah, we're going to Rome? Because they even say early in the story, oh, yeah, once they've left Gatwick Control, and, and this is true. You know, L.A. has its own, like, air traffic control, like, region. Once it leaves L.A., it's handed off to 
you know, whatever the next adjacent one is, depending on which direction you're going. Right. But I mean, I think, I think one, like just in general, if, if you're receiving planes that are just completely empty every time, wouldn't you call and be like, Hey, um, I think something's up. (laughs) Did anyone get on those flights? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. A ton of people did. Uh, uh, oh, so could it could it be argued that the chameleons are responsible for MH370? Hmm? Yes, absolutely. Hmm? 100%. Okay. 100%. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I realize that's an old reference and, and still a horrible error tragedy. But, you know, I just saw this and I'm like, oh, well, that's totally what it is. Yeah. The, the plane went missing. It got sucked up into the chameleon space station. Absolutely. I agree. I 100% agree. Um. Man, oh man! I mean, just just absolutely wild. And also, like at the beginning, when the doctor's like, "Hello, yes, I found a corpse," and this guy's like, "Do you have a passport?" Yes. What? Yes, right. What is happening? And I, know, and I mean, the doctor, of course, is having the same reaction I am having, which is great. But I'm just like, this makes absolutely no sense. Like, if I went anywhere, anywhere, if I went to the supermarket and said. I've just found a dead body. They're going to be like, let's call the police. Yeah, they're probably not, not going to be like paper or plastic. Not like, do you have a Ralph's card? They're not going to say that to me. <laughs> like, they're just going to be like, let's get somebody here. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely wild. But hey, if you can get the discount while you're at it. Yeah, I mean, true. Absolutely. Always. Always. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's really anything else that I that I would like to say about this. Um, I think I think honestly I've got oh. a, just a couple of things. But what were you gonna this the react the James Bond scene with the laser when they're all tied up? Oh yes! Oh my God! Thank you. Which thank I you, believe we we saw at Gallifrey. That's why. It's oh, sad. did we? That's why it's familiar. I'm like this seems very familiar, and it's because we okay. saw it there. I believe. Because you were in that panel, I was not. Yes, that was everyone. Yes, so uh, the the James Bond. So that's who is it? It's the Doctor, Samantha, and, and Jamie. Jamie. Jamie Bond. Yeah, <laughs> and this laser is just slowly crawling towards them, and I love that. Um, <laughs> she's like, I can't move, but I can move my hands, and he and she gives Jamie a mirror, which he then uh deflects the laser yep. off of the the mirror and it explodes it and everyone's fine it is it is completely a no mr bond i expect you to die moment that is just <laughs> yes absolutely. and I, i'm looking at this one laser i'm like okay so how's it supposed to kill all three of them i don't know very 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 slowly i will also say like another insanely like weird Thing is that H.H. Holmes room that the chameleons oh, yes. have b- built yes. with the like the cold blasting things and they cover it yeah. up and it's like, haha, we have another one. I also really, really appreciate an H.H. Holmes reference. Thank so you. nicely done. Thank you. Nicely done. If you don't know who H.H. Holmes is, go do some Googling. Yeah. It's good. it's that season. It's time for some creepiness. It is indeed uh, that time. <laughs> um, I have to say that um, I, I was actually very impressed with the the animated quality of the cars in the in the parking lot yes they, the cars i was great. sitting there going, yeah i'm like oh hey look it's a little fiat oh hey look it's 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 a vw bug now 
The only problem is this story takes place in 1966, and all the bugs that they have in there are <laughs> post like 1968, and only I would notice that. Well, so only yes, I it's care. Be- it's because those were all the chameleon cars, and they had advanced technology. There you go. Yes, yeah, nailed it. Yes, high back seats and padded dashboards. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, absolutely. High technology. Absol- <laughs> absolutely. I I one of the last things that I want to comment on is that I I really feel like I would love to see just I don't know if it would be a re-edit um or just what but I think you can look at this entire story from the point of view of the airport commandant who is having just like the <laughs> worst what a day, day ever what like a day. it is the commandant's like terrible horrible no good very bad day (laughs) it really is this poor dude is just like please stop running away while we're trying to question you yeah and every what is happening this guy's wearing a giant wii u controller on his arm and Yes, just melted. I I don't know. He's just like, oh, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. This this airline that's been operating out of my airport is actually a bunch of aliens abducting people. Um, You know, I realistically in the real world. um, Yeah, he probably wouldn't have his job for much longer because he wasn't able to figure that out. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> also, also, I mean, another thing that we kind of have to realize is didn't round trip tickets exist back then? You mean to tell um, me nobody on these bought round trip tickets? That's a fair point. I mean, the fact that it's only, you know, like 28 pounds to fly to Rome. That's, oh my man, goodness. that's a What a deal. That's if, a if deal. You, if you make it. Well, yeah. Um, but, John, oh, I just realized we did not talk about this kind of romance yes going dude. on between samantha and jamie yes uh jamie using a kiss as a distraction and then that was, uh, that was aggressive that was very aggressive but i or mean samantha seemed to be okay with it i guess i mean she kissed they kissed again when they said goodbye yeah, exactly and not just like a this was not a peck on the cheek my friends no she went for it she did And then he's like, well, I'll see you later. And I mean, I guess that would have been an interesting dynamic down the road. I almost, you know what? Honestly, this might have been a better ending for Jamie. Oh, if he had left and stayed with Samantha? Yeah. That would have been interesting. If he's just like, I'm good. I want to see how this goes. I kind of like this time. Whatever. Yeah. Although he is calling the Jets beasties and saying, why can't we go somewhere peaceful like the, yes, the 18th he century? he is saying that. But it almost feels like he had such a, this was such a crazy ride for him. Yes. And then, you know, Samantha seems to be into him. She's not going to go anywhere. Maybe he just wants to stay put. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's it's not, you know, it's not the greatest ending, but it's, I mean, it's better than him not remembering the doctor for the most yeah. part. Right. Yeah. No, that's that's a, that's a good point. That's Stupid a good point. Time lords. I know, right? Idiots. Um, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that that was that was wild and I kind of would have loved to see that even if even if he had not left, I would have liked to see that play out a little bit more. Yeah. Just to see how that that would have been an interesting dynamic down the road and her second story would have been surprise Daleks. Um, yeah, right. Surprise Daleks, the worst kind of Daleks. 
<laughs> Popping out of the cake. Happy birthday. Oh, no. No, no, no. All right. Shall we? Let's do it. All right. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time for the Dubbin' Okay, what what do we got here? We got guys getting their faces electrocuted off. We have people, um, chameleons melting into Alex Mack green puddles. <laughs> we have um, a plane crash that we don't actually see. Oh, yeah. We get um, a chameleon getting punched in his face. Uh, what else do we get? Is there anything else, really? That's, I mean, that's, that's most of it. I'd say, like, uh, for me, uh, I give this maybe maybe a, th- a three and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling that, very that, generous. I feel like that's right. You know, right around. And that and that's pretty close to where I was. I mean, I I, I do I do like Samantha's gumption. Um, yes. I do like her feistiness. I do like her willingness to to slug a guy. Absolutely. I guess I can appreciate that in a in in, in a person. Um, so I, I was kind of leaning in more to the four range, but I, I, I think, yeah, three and a half is, is certainly fair. Um, I, I would have loved to see the original yes, punch as opposed to the, you know, here, here's my animated arm punching yeah. you yes, kind of thing. Um, so, I mean, I think we have to accept the fact that, you know, there might be a little bit of an influence there, but I, I yeah, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much on the same page with you, man. All right, moving on. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the scene. <laughs> All right, people taking faces, weird-looking chameleon things, melting bodies. <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah, that that's fair. It, this is not a terribly scary story. Now, whether that's due to the animation or the animation quality. I'm not 100% certain because I don't have the original to compare it to. Um, obviously, the pacing does play a part in it. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to be scary where really the biggest threat for part of it is the fact that you can't find your passport. Yes. yes I'm hung up on that. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Really, if, if anything, I will just warn people that, that that tension screech may drive you a little crazy. Yes. Also, the passport thing. Now that I remember it, I do. I did love that scene when all three of them were in the uh, in the photo booth, and that woman pops in, yes. and they just all smile big. I thought that was very yes. funny. Thank you, thank you. Yes, that was that was a funny that was a funny scene. I did like that, and honestly, that whole passport scene is was really just kind of bonkers and silly. Yes, you know. Yeah. Um, so I was entertained by it, but just the simple fact that it's like. Even later, something comes up about the passport. The doctor's like, can we just forget the friggin' passports already? <laughs> yes. We I don't mean, have them. If only we could, if only we could forget the passports. Uh, uh, indeed. I did forget. Uh, do we recommend this story? Would we recommend this uh, to, uh, to people to watch? Thank you. I was going to bring that up if you didn't. Um, I, if. If if I had someone who felt strongly about like, oh, I keep hearing about these missing episodes, I hear these stories, they're not around anymore, that's really a bummer, I might be like, okay, there's animated versions, how do you feel about that? Um, and say, you know, if you really have an interest in, in these missing stories, 
it's worth it to watch it at least once just to say, hey, I have seen this story that has up until now been missing. Um, if if I was just hanging out with my Doctor Who fam, I was just hanging out with friends at like Galley, um, and somebody is like, hey, let's stay up and let's put on a Doctor Who episode, I wouldn't not pick this one. There you go. Okay. So take take that for what you will. Yeah, I don't I I would recommend I think I would recommend this. Um it is a bit of a slow burn. There is some interesting stuff, but there is some like maddening stuff in here that is just like makes yeah. doesn't even make logical sense. <laughs> like the first person to inquire about a missing person is a passenger's sister. Yeah. That's very weird. I mean, there's just a lot of weird stuff going on here. I think I'd recommend it. Yeah, if somebody hasn't checked out um, the animation, I think I'd recommend it. Other than that, uh, or if you're a completist, for sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, right, I, John, I promise you I have not scrolled down the page. You still haven't scrolled? I still haven't scrolled. You wanted me to be surprised. I am doing right by you, my dude. All right, next time, two weeks from now, we are going to watch, uh, if I'm going to pronounce this correctly, it's uh, Frontios. Fronti- uh, well, is that the way it's pronounced? I don't know. I've always I, called it- I watched a video of a, of a guy saying Oh, it. did you? I, in, 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 he says, uh, on, on Frontios, we bury our dead, we bury okay. our dead, or something like okay. that. Um, this is starring Peter Davidson as the doctor, Janet Fielding as Tegan, and Mark Strickson as Turlow. It was written by Christopher H. Uh, Bidmead and mm-hmm. directed by Ron Jones. All right. I'm interested. I know nothing about okay. this except for it. It has a giant bug looking thing. That's it. All right. Do you Works know about for the, me? Do you know, what? Oh, do you not know about the giant bug thing? I, you know what, this is one of those fifth doctor stories that I'm sure that I saw on PBS back in the day, but I don't think I've seen it since. Oh, that's great. I'm excited. I'm familiar with the title, but this, this might as well be me watching it for the first time again. Excellent. I love it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I picked it now. All right. (laughs) So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP thrice and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at blue box ufo subscribe to us on itunes and stitcher and spotify and uh also head on over to soundcloud just search podcastica rate and review us as well the soundcloud address is soundcloud.com slash the n-o-t-l-g n-o-t-l-g dot spreadshirt.com patreon.com slash n-o-t-l-g those are the sites if you would like to support us monetarily we would appreciate it but the message remains the same the song Remains the same, as they said back in the day. If you have a local shop or an independent artist or an independent bookstore that you would like to support, do so any way you can. Uh, retweets. Give them your money. We, you know, Let's keep these, these small businesses in the business. And I, I think that's it, Taylor. Do you have anything? Anything? <gasps> Um, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and spill it now. Here is a, a scoop. Scoop. Here is a scoop. Um, my brother and I, um, we accept the fact we've realized that um, if memory serves has, has a finite life because um, we eventually run out of memories to talk about. 
Um, so he and I have kind of kicked around the idea and I kind of ran a little stuff by you just because, you know, it was originally an idea you and I had talked about. Yes. Um, uh, once we are done with If Memory Serves, and I, I, I kind of think we're going to try to push it out to 40 episodes. So we're looking at March 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to finally start up the paranormal podcast that we have talked about wanting to do called all night with the living geeks. Yes. Uh, and, and, and absolutely John, any, any time you can join us, we will want you there. We will need you there <laughs> um, because we are all a bunch of crazies yes. uh, when it comes to this. And we like the weird. Um, so I'm just going to say it now. If you are on Instagram, if you are on Twitter, um, go uh, look up all night geeks and give us a follow. Um, and if you have say a weird story, you've had some sort of strange experience. You can shoot us an email at all night geeks at gmail.com. And maybe we'll share it on the show. There you go. There you go. People. New, brand new podcast coming to you next year, early next year. Yeah, yeah I had to check. I, I went to go look at um <laughs> how many episodes, because you told me 40, and I'm like, how many are they at right now? Are they all 35 right now? Yeah, we are coming up on our, our, our next, uh, no, episode after next, I think, will be our um, three-year anniversary, episode 36, yeah. Woo! Well then. All right, so... Uh, thank you for joining us and join us for episode. Is that 210? My goodness. Yeah. 210. And someone correct me, but I'm pretty sure it's it's uh, Frontios. Sounds. I, I, I trust you. If you heard somebody pronounce it. Frontios. Same, same, same way with Mandragora. Frontios. Is it Frontios? I can't remember. It's one of those two. Regardless, that's the episode we will be watching next time. And we will talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 209, The Faceless Ones. My name is John, and joining me every time we animate... Oh, boy, we're doing that over. That's bad. (laughs) That's bad.